Good morning on this Wednesday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. Today we are continuing in our study of God's name, and specifically we have been studying the name of Jesus, the authority that has been put or vested into that name, how he earned it, both by being born and given that name, by inheriting that name, by conquering uh, that through his obedience and death and burial and resurrection, it was conferred upon him. Therefore, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to Jesus and everything underneath the earth will also bow to his name one day. We have been specifically looking at in our study in the book of Mark, in the book of Luke, and in the book of Matthew, the teaching or the story that is outlined about the strong man and one stronger coming and spoiling his goods that he had. Now, if we were to just isolate those scriptures by themselves, we would do an injustice to the whole thing. But if we were to read chapter 11 and chapter 12 of the book, 11 of Luke and chapter 12 of Matthew, we would get a broader picture as to the events that led up to what Jesus is teaching here and what continues even forth. So, let's look at that today, and if we have the chance, then we're also going to continue on our comparison of Matthew 16, verse 19, as we had started reading. First of all, in the book of Matthew, we start off with Jesus doing a miracle casting out a devil from an individual. And then the Pharisees accusing him that he did this by the power of the devil or by the uh, Beelzebub, the prince of the power of the air or of the Lord of the flies, as it would also be translated. And Jesus says unto them in letting them know exactly what is taking place, He says, you know, a kingdom divided against itself is not going to be able to stand. So Jesus lets them know that it's not possible for the devil to be destroying himself. So then Jesus tells them, if I by the Spirit of God cast out devils or by the finger of God, Spirit of God is used in the book of Luke, in the book of Matthew, it says by the finger of God, then the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God is coming to you. And then he says, or else, how can a man, how can someone enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house. And as I said before, it is really rich. The scripture is really, really rich here concerning this matter of binding and loosening. In the book of Matthew in chapter 18, it is used by many, many believers as a means of church discipline. Then it is used by other believers as solely for spiritual warfare. I believe it is the combination of both church discipline and at the same time, Spiritual warfare. And this is brought out by the wording that is used in the scripture. Now you say, well, why is this so important? Because in Matthew chapter 16, 
starting with verse number 16 onward, Jesus says something that is very astounding. And when he was talking to Peter and he asked his disciples, who do men say that I am? And they answered, well, you are the Christ. You are, Peter answered, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus answered him and said, blessed art thou, Barjona, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. But my Father which is in heaven. So this was revelation knowledge that was not learned in some school or in some class. But it was directly given as a revelation by God unto Peter. Now Jesus says concerning not only Peter but the church these words. And I say unto you that thou art Peter and upon this rock will I build my church Many suppose that it's talking about upon this rock, Peter, but it's not talking about the event of Peter. It's talking about what was just revealed. In other words, upon this rock of having the knowledge that is revealed by the Spirit of God, according to his written word, that therein and whereby we are able to launch our spiritual warfare against an unseen enemy that influences the natural where we see the events actually take place. Now he told them, and upon this rock I, Jesus himself, will build my church. No man builds the church. Jesus is the builder of the church through the power of the Holy Spirit. And he says, the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. It's within this context that the next verse in Matthew sixteen nineteen is used. And he says, and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever, this is very important. It doesn't say whosoever, but it says whatsoever. The word there that is used is basically a word which is not feminine, not masculine, but neuter. In other words, it's talking about something that's not a, a male, it's not, it's not a female. It's talking about something, something. And in this case, any and all evil spirits or the power of the enemy... The scripture talks about uh, the angels in heaven. It says they neither marry nor are given in marriage. uh, Basically saying that they're neither masculine nor feminine. But let's go a little step further. In this case, we want to talk about the gates of hell. The power, the authority of the enemy. It's a whatsoever. All the influences that are manifested on our earth. In the realm of the cosmos, meaning in our social systems, economical, political, every type of system that exists, it doesn't matter if it's educational or if it's financial, all of those systems come under the influence of the enemy. And they are also a whatsoever. So whosoever is influencing whatsoever is taking place, then that is what we can bind on earth. And if it's bound on earth, then it must have been or shall be 
already having taken place bound in heaven. And whatsoever, here's that same word, and whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So the word whatsoever all of a sudden becomes a very important word. When we take that same word and we go to the book of John, and in the book of John in chapter number 14, in verse 13, we have the words of Jesus concerning this. It's concerning prayer. And whatsoever you ask in my name, that will I do. Exact same word. And whatsoever you ask in my name, whatsoever you ask, whatsoever you desire, whatsoever you require, it shall be done for you. Of who? My Father. It shall be done for you of my Father, that he may be glorified in the Son. Then it says in verse 14, If you shall ask anything. Now this time it's a different word that is used there. It's not whatsoever. In my name, I will do it. In the book of Matthew, in chapter 18, the scripture says, Verily, verily, verse 18, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whatsoever you shall bind on the earth. So, here in Matthew, in chapter 18, where many times it's used by the, I'll call it the administrative authority of a church for church discipline, the exact same word to bind and the exact same word of whatsoever is what is used in the book of Matthew concerning spiritual warfare. So when we talk about binding the strong man of the book of of Matthew in chapter 12 and, and binding the, the, the whatsoever in the book of Matthew chapter 16, now we find it. Also in the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verse 18. What does that mean to us? Well, I said we need to look at the whole chapter. After Jesus talked about binding the strong man, he talked about when the spirit, the unclean spirit is cast out of a man, then it goeth about looking through and finding in dry places, see where it can find some rest. Not finding a place, he goes back to the individual and brings seven worse than he. Now, of course, I'm just paraphrasing right now. But it's important for us to understand that that concept, that the whole chapter is dealing with one whole thought. Well, when you go to the book of Luke, it begins in chapter 11 with verse 1. And it begins by saying uh, that the disciples asked him, Lord, teach us to pray. And Jesus taught his disciples, how to pray. Now, to be taught to pray and to actually pray, now that's a different story. But anyway, they asked him and he told them. And then, of course, he gave them a parable or he gave them a teaching concerning that about a friend uh, who came at midnight and, you know, he wanted uh, uh, some, some loaves of bread because he had someone else coming visiting him and he didn't have anything to set before him. Then Jesus talks about the, uh, the Heavenly Father uh, giving you the Holy Spirit uh, uh, to them that ask Him, not giving them something else. Because to everyone that asks, they receive. To he that uh, seeks, he finds. And to him that knocks, it is open. So it's talking about prayer. And those are the two things that we said. 
that in the book of John, it talks about one is asking the Father to do something. The other is Jesus doing something. He has given us his name. Whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, whatever you ask in my name, I shall do. So this is concerning prayer. Well, as soon as he's done with that, the next section in Luke eleven fourteen, Jesus cast us out a devil. And of course, the Pharisees and the people accuse him of casting out the devil by the power of the devil. Jesus says Satan cannot uh, divide himself. So, as we continue in the book of Luke, then Jesus says, But if I with the finger of God cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God is coming to you. It's at that point when he says, if I cast out devils, the kingdom of God is coming to you. He says, when a strong man armed keepeth his palace and his goods are in peace. So, so now we're talking warfare. We're talking spiritual warfare about binding the influences, the spiritual powers, and the things that affect the natural course of things on this earth. Remember, and and consider this as food for thought and for the imagination, that the warfare that is taking place has manifestations in the physical just as much as in the spiritual. The Bible talks about the spirit of jealousy. Yet, the Bible also talks about in the book of Galatians as one of the works of the flesh as jealousy. The Bible talks about the spirit of witchcraft. Yet, the Bible says in Galatians that the flesh also. So you have a manifestation of it in the flesh, but you have the spiritual workings of it in the realm of the spirit. The influences that caused the manifestation in our natural world. Well, Jesus didn't say bind the flesh. The flesh cannot be bound. The flesh has to be crucified. But the spirit world that influences and affects the lives and the course of the natural things on this earth, those things can be bound. Those are the things that we want to deal with. When we come to our next study on Thursday morning, join us as we begin to unveil and bring the knowledge that Jesus wanted us to have of a defeated enemy that has already been spoiled. All we got to do is remember that he's given us his name and all the authority that is behind that name to make sure that the enemy stays bound in his works, his influences, and the things that he permits here on earth. Until then, the the Lord richly bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.